WVOW Local News, now. Appalachian Power plans to do some upgrades to an aging set of transmission power lines in Logan County, and residents in the region will be able to learn more about the preliminary plans tonight. I'm Faith Bannister. More on this story after the break. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. The Women's Center at Logan Regional Medical Center, close to home and caring for life. Our family-oriented facility provides a warm and welcoming environment for families as they welcome their new baby into the world. New babies can room with their mothers throughout their hospital stay. With over 200 years of combined labor and delivery experience, our staff is trained in breastfeeding techniques and skin-to-skin care. Experience our care at Logan Regional Medical Center's Women's Center, delivering the best, close to home. Power company officials will hold an open house to talk about their tentative plans from 5 to 7 this evening at Mann High School. The Beko project will be situated in the area of Lyburn and Mann near Route 10. The plans call for an upgrade of some aging transmission lines which were first installed in the 1930s. According to Appalachian Power Company spokesman George Porter, the project is aimed at making the grid more durable and the chances of power outages far less. We're going to build about 7 miles of 138 kilovolt, as well as about 10 miles of 69 kilovolt transmission line. But you're right, we're also going to retire 24 miles of older equipment, and that that equipment has just reached its its useful life. So it's time to retire it. You know, we're bringing in the new equipment. It's going to be sturdier. It's going to be more reliable. Before the company can set the plans in stone, they need to make sure they don't create major problems for those living in the areas where the new equipment will be built. The upgraded lines will, in some places, move out of the existing right-of-way and onto new rights-of-way. Porter said they want to know any problems landowners or customers will have with the proposed route before they take the next step. We don't know if there is a tree on your property that your grandparents were married under or if you have plans to build a new house out back. We need to know that type of information because right now, uh, looking at a high level, we have study routes that we think are good study routes, but we need that good pertinent information about specific property to help us make informed decisions. The open house tonight will show what the community has in mind. They'll accept public feedback and input on things they like or don't like about the project, evaluate, and possibly adapt feedback into the plans. The schedule calls for construction to begin in fall of 2025, and it will take just over two years to finish. On Monday, a Kentucky man was sentenced to 10 years in prison for being a felon in possession of three firearms. According to court documents, on May 19th of 2022, 26-year-old Trevor Dean Williams of Ashland was at his Huntington home when officers responded after a home alarm system alerted 911. Authorities searched Williams' home and found suspected drug paraphernalia, including a blender containing a powdered substance, needles and torn plastic bags, ammunition, and three guns in plain sight. Federal law states a felon is unable to have any firearms. His prior felony convictions are in Boyd County, Kentucky Circuit Court, which included a first-degree drug trafficking charge in 2018 and second-degree assault in 2008. The deadline is approaching for 2023 high school seniors who want to apply for the West Virginia Promise Scholarship and the Free Application for Federal Student Aid, or FAFSA. The Promise Scholarship gives qualifying high school graduates up to $5,000 for tuition and mandatory fees at in-state colleges and universities. 
Since Promise was established, more than 67,000 students from all 55 counties have been awarded nearly $850 million to attend college in West Virginia since the Promise's inception, according to West Virginia's Chancellor of Higher Education, Dr. Sarah Armstrong Tucker. The West Virginia Higher Education Policy Commission says the FAFSA is a crucial step for high school seniors wanting to enroll in post-secondary education. The FAFSA is needed for the Promise Scholarship as well as the West Virginia Invest Grant and the West Virginia Higher Education Grant. The FAFSA is free and can be filled out on the Federal Student Aid's website. Students may sign up for the Text for Success program to get free text reminders of deadlines and tips. For additional help, students can call the state's free financial aid hotline at 877-987-7664. The last day to apply for the Promise in FAFSA is March 1st. Low Gap Road in Ball Fork was open once again Monday afternoon. The road was closed for nearly 24 hours after a mobile home slipped into the road in Boone County around 5 o'clock Sunday evening. Firefighters from Danville Volunteer Fire Department told news outlets the home slipped while being moved. The equipment used to move the mobile home wasn't powerful enough to do the job. Changes to unemployment in West Virginia could reduce the number of weeks a claimant can collect the benefit. Lawmakers want flexibility due to the cyclical nature of the state's fossil fuel economy. The state Senate voted 27-5 to 5 to approve sweeping changes to the system. There are concerns about fraud and people not looking hard enough to go back to work. Right now in West Virginia, a qualified worker can receive a maximum of 26 weeks of unemployment. Under the new bill, when unemployment is low, as it is right now, there will be only 12 weeks of checks. If unemployment is bad, as it was during the early pandemic, benefits will be capped at 20 weeks. The Senate passed a similar measure last year, but it failed to become law. Unemployment is at 4.1% in West Virginia as of Monday, but was more than 15% in the early days of COVID-19. The bill now heads to the House of Delegates for consideration there. A Huntington woman has died following a fire inside her apartment. 55-year-old Patricia Preston was found by a family member in the apartment Sunday around 8 p.m., Huntington Police and Fire Departments both responded to the apartment located in the 500 block of Washington Avenue. The family member who discovered Preston's body called the fire department because they said it had appeared a fire had occurred inside the apartment. According to the fire department, the fire had burned itself out. Officials have not observed any foul or suspicious play in relation to the fire. A cause of death has not officially been announced. Preston's body has been sent to the state medical examiner's office in Charleston. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. So what we have here is kind of the anticipation of more storm systems. Today, pretty quiet across the Coalfields, sunny in about 47, then we'll fall back down to about 30. Here comes the next system, clouds racing. Freezing rain possible early Wednesday, and then it's way too warm in the afternoon to worry about that. It's just some rain showers. It's windy and it's warm in about 57, maybe 60. That's unseasonably warm. And then it gets cold all over again, and we'll see the wintry mix back to some wet snow for Thursday. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.